0: This is Sam Anderson, lead pastor at Central Church. Thank you for listening to the Central Church podcast. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And to keep up with everything happening in our faith community, visit CentralChurch.cc. For those of you who are new or who are visiting, or who haven't, maybe haven't been here in the last couple of weeks uh, with summer stuff, we're in this series that we're calling Core Values. And so what we've done is we've taken a few of our core values that kind of shape our DNA as a church. And we've had sort of a panel discussion on each of these core values. And so in week one, Chris and Bob sat up here, and they discussed how um, our church, we, we, we aim to place Jesus at the center, and we chase after Jesus. You're like, yeah, all churches do that. But we are super intentional about not being defined by our parameters, by the box that you have to fit in in order to be part of this faith community. We're more concerned with Jesus at the center, and as long as you're chasing after him, he'll work out all the other stuff. Right? And so let's chase after God together. And so we spent week one kind of setting a foundation and talking about that. We spent week two, let's see, week two was the, what do we talk about? Generosity? Generosity was week two. And so Rachel and Jennifer sat up here, and they talked about generosity with their time and their talents and their abilities and how they live a generous lifestyle, open-handed lifestyle, and it was incredible. And then last week, we had Caitlin Smith come up here and share with us her story of of faith. We talked about how faith is one of our core values, and um, Caitlin is a 25-year-old who just adopted a 15-year-old. And so it's a really incredible story. And so if you missed any of these panel discussions, any of these core value talks, I would encourage you to check out our our, uh, podcast podcast on our website, centralchurch.cc slash podcast, and you can kind of catch up with the conversation. And so this morning, what we're looking at is our core value of creativity. And so if Jillian, if you'll put that up on the board, um, it says this. It says, we are creative. We are image bearers of a creative God. Creativity is not limited to action. It's a vibrant lifestyle. And so we're talking about creativity this morning. And so as I was coming up, In middle school, high school, uh, even in college, I felt like there was this dichotomy for creativity, right? I feel like you had creativity and then you had athletics, right? Because in high school, you had like the creative people. Uh, When I was in high school, it was a little different because the creative creative people in high school would like have mohawks and dyed hair, listen to punk rock music, and wear Jinko jeans with multiple chain wallets. Like someone wanted to steal their wallet, they had a dollar in it. Right? Do you know what I'm talking about? That's what the creative crowd looked like when I was in school. And then it went from like the baggiest jeans possible, then to like the tightest jeans possible, right? There was a shift somewhere in there in the fashion. But th- that was sort of the creative crew, right? And then you had like the athletic crew. These were the guys that played like ba- basketball or the sports people or whatever, and I felt like there was a dichotomy between creativity and athletics. And then I felt like there was a dichotomy between sort of creativity and the academic, right? Because you had the people that were like super good at school and 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 uh, dare not say nerds, but you know what I'm talking about, like the people that were super good at school, super academic. And then you had the creative people, and I felt like these were like separate things coming up. But then I came to realize as I kept seeing these. Academic people, and I kept seeing these athletic people do these ultra creative things. It was like, wait a second, there's not a dichotomy here. Creativity is in everybody creativity is something that everyone brings to the table. It doesn't matter if you're athletically inclined or academically inclined or musically inclined or you can paint or whatever. It's not limited to those things. And so as I was coming up, I kind of realized this, and then I thought, okay, well, what does God say about this? What does God say about creativity and how it kind of manifests itself in each of us? And so we did a talk on this probably about a year, year and a half ago, where we talked about creativity and how we are all gifted to be created um, we're created as creative beings, right? And so we looked at Genesis chapter one, verse one, the very beginning of the scriptures. The first thing you read, it says, in the beginning, God, what? Created. In the beginning, God created. God is the master creator. He, it, creative is his DNA. It's who he is. It's part of his function. It's part of his role in humanity and in creation. He's the great creator, And so God's nature is to create. He's the absolute most creative being, period, right? In in the whole big shebang, God's the most creative, right? And in uh, Psalm chapter 19, verse 1, the psalmist records it like this. He says, the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. And so we said this ultra-creative being reveals himself through creation, through the creative process. God makes himself known to us through his creativity, and we're like, man, that's so cool that we serve such an awesome and creative God. I mean, if you look around the room at all the different people, all the different sizes, shapes, uh, you know, colors, fashion, sense, whatever, God has not only a lot of creativity, but he also has a sense of humor. But more than that, he has creativity, right? He's a very creative God. And then Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, it says, God created mankind in his own image. And so it's easy for us a lot of times to think of God as being this ultra-creative, super-creative being who, who created everything and he, you know, speaks stars into existence and he crafted the heavens and the earth and the animals and all this stuff. You know, God's super-creative. But oftentimes we look in the mirror and say, yeah, but that guy looking back at me, he's not, he's not creative. That's, that's for the other people who can sing and dance and play music and paint and draw and all that. They're the creative ones. And so often I feel like we create this dichotomy between creativity and who we are, but the scripture says that we are created in God's image. We are image bearers of the most creative being ever. Therefore, sound logic tells us that we are creative beings. Every single person in here is creative. God has given a God-designed creativity to you, and you are creative. And so that's part of our DNA here at Central Church. It's we are creative. And it's not just an action, it's a lifestyle. It's a perspective of life. It's a mentality saying we are image bearers of a creative God and therefore we reflect God's creativity in our everyday life and everything that we do. And so I thought, as we're discussing this core value and discussing creativity, that I would bring two of the most creative people in my life on stage and let them talk and share a little bit about their creative process and their creativity. And if you look at them, they are two very different-looking guys. One has a big orange beard, and the other one doesn't have a big orange beard. One's like 5'3", and the other one's like 8'12". So (laughs) you're 5'3", and he's 8'12", in case you didn't know what I was talking about. One has cuffed pants, one has uh, really nice shoes on. So you can tell they're very different individuals, (laughs) you know? But it's very cool because early on, I would think, man, there's a dichotomy there. One's creative, one's not. One's creative, one's not. And that's not the case. These are two of the most creative dudes I know in my life. And so we're going to kind of discuss with them just a little bit this morning about creativity and their creative process. And so let me just introduce them to you a little bit because I know who they are, but some of you might not uh, have a full understanding. So this is Seth over here. He's my um, much less good-looking little brother. I, didn't know, I, I know you can't tell we're brothers because I'm so good-looking, but um, I'm just kidding. This is my little brother Seth, and Seth is the um, the studio director and co-founder of Assemble Sound, which is down in Detroit. It's this like music production house kind of thing in Corktown, and so he works with in the music industry and all that stuff. He's uh, I want to brag on you, but I don't know how because that's just not my world. But you, w- what's like the coolest thing you've done lately? Come on, you don't like to brag, but just tell something cool you've done.
1: Man, I, I got nothing.
0: Okay, nothing. Uh, the show Detroiters on Comedy Central, he did all the original music for that show. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. And your music's been on, like, the Grammys and all that different, all kinds of commercials. and t- It's stuff that, like, you hear on TV and you have no idea who makes that stuff. It's the red-bearded man who makes that stuff. Um, and so Seth has done all kinds of cool stuff with that. He works as a music producer. And then Andy, um, from my understanding, is, like, a professional Lego builder, but in real life. Right? Like, you make Legos, but not using Legos, using, like, pipes and buildings and concrete and that kind of thing.
2: Basically, yeah. Basically,
0: yeah. Okay. He's a civil engineer, and so he does, like, all kinds of that kind of stuff. Uh, Basically, I said I can tell people that you're essentially just a master builder.
2: I'm good with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But actually, he's not because he makes all the plans. So he's actually, like, Lord Business. So he's not really the master builder. So... But don't hold it against him. But that's kind of the realm that Andy, that Andy works in, okay? He's a civil engineer and does all that. And so I, wanna, I want these guys to share about creativity in their life, coming from the different paths that they come from, because they're very different in their perspective and in their sort of day-to-day routines and whatnot, but the creativity uh, permeates both of you and, and supersedes all of that. So the first thing I want to talk about is creativity and collaboration and how those two things a lot of times are synonymous with one another. And so Seth, kind of share a little bit about um, you know life pre-assemble and then assemble, and how collaboration comes together and fosters like an atmosphere and a culture for creativity.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, he kind of touched on it, but I'm a I'm a producer and a songwriter, and so I spend most of my time sitting in a, a dark room staring at a screen, <laughs> which can be uh, right. It can get old. But uh, I, I live. Hence, uh,
0: hence the pale skin. Absolutely. If you, if you've well, noticed. that's also the the.
1: the and he's a ginger. The gingerness. As well. I gotta yes. stay out of the sun. <laughs> but, uh, well, I I lived in a major music city for a few years, and while I was there, you know, I would do anywhere from like five to ten sessions. We call them just collaborating with other producers, songwriters, uh, artists, different things like that, uh, and and. It was great. In those two years, I learned so much about my craft and my skill set. I mean, I learned more in those two years than I did like the previous five to ten years yeah. sitting in a room by myself doing it. Yeah. So whenever I moved back to Detroit and I wanted to plant my roots here, you know, my family's here, my wife's family's here, uh, I reached out to you know 20, 30 different artists and said, Hey, you know, let's let's go, let's go collaborate. You know, let's let's work, let's learn. And I didn't get any responses. And I was, I was so baffled by this because coming from, you know, living in a, in a more, I a developed music uh, yeah. city, it's the norm. You go and you collaborate, and that's what you do. And so that really bummed me out because I knew the major thing that was missing from the creative scene in the city is collaboration, and that is the best way to learn. So I thought, well, if it's not here... Then I need to build it. Yeah, because let's do I, you know, it. Yeah. I, I want to stay here. I don't want to go live in LA or New York or Nashville. I love it here. Uh, and so I thought, well, let's just get a physical space yeah. where people can come and collaborate for free mm-hmm. and learn and grow together. And, and yeah. kind of the, the, the point of doing it is you know, I want all artists to grow together yeah. rather than sitting in a room by yourself And, you know, growing on your own, what if everyone grew together and we had a rising tide rather than just one person, you know, shooting off and and everything like that? And it's, sitting in a room on your own can get very, very, very boring. (laughs) So it's great whenever you have other, uh, you know, other artists and and producers coming in and, and, you know, actually communicating and human interaction.
0: Yeah. So collaboration has been key for you to express your creativity on like a grander scale and to grow... In your and like honing your skills of creativity?
1: Yeah, it's everything. I mean, I, I you, you just, uh, w- specifically with music, and, and I don't want to get too in depth because I don't want to bore people, but it, it's, there's a lot about just skill set, tips, and tricks whenever you're writing songs or when you're producing music. And so uh, you could sit there and really grind away. And th- this, can, this can be applied to pretty much any, any kind of profession, yeah, but absolutely. sit there and grind away and try to figure it out on your own. Yeah, you can do it and, and yeah, but it's gonna take a long time. But but if you have, you know, another person similar and you can learn from them and they right. can learn from you and you can steal from them, they can steal yeah. from you and exchange you
0: know. This is church. We're sharing, we're not sharing. We're stealing. sharing, we're not stealing, yes. yeah. We're Christians. Yeah, that's right. Don't forget.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 huge. It's it's huge in the growth of me personally and it's huge yeah. in the growth of, you know, everyone else yeah. involved.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then Andy, how does collaboration work with you and your line of work and, and how does collaboration kind of cultivate creativity for you guys?
2: Right, so um, I'm a civil engineer, So, but there's many facets of civil engineering. I do more so what's called the site design, so everything outside of the building, the sewers, the roads, making sure the water goes where it's supposed to. Not too difficult, but a lot of things to take care of. Um, so my every day is A lot of projects I do are hotels, and I really love them. (laughs) But in that process, we'll be given a site, say it's two acres of property, and they say, hey, I want to put a hotel right here in the middle. Do what you do. So then I have to read through the rules that the city has in place, work with the owner, work with the hotel brand, and then work with the uh, architect, the mechanical engineer, the electrical engineer, the geotechnical engineer, Kind of go through all of those items. And I think
0: he's starting to make those names up. To be honest with you,
2: <laughs> oh, there's he's even just more. trying
0: to he's trying to make it sound more intense. But I don't think there's such thing as a geotechnical engineer. I'm, you can look it up on your phone, but I'm pretty confident he made that up.
2: <laughs> they play in the dirt all day long. That's yeah, what they go, do. Go ahead. Sounds cool. Go but uh, yeah, so we coordinate with all of those facets of the engineering world to come up with a design. I mean, they all look cookie cutter, but when you start, it's totally different, and you have to make it into this. Um, into this site that everybody knows when they pull up to a Hampton Inn it's the exact same so but nothing in the world is the exact same so (laughs) we get to make it the same yeah but that's how we collaborate every day and then in engineering that's kind of the curriculum is they always have you doing team projects and working together
0: because technically you're a a project manager is your title or whatever right right
2: so you oversee a lot of creative
0: collaboration and make sure it all works together
2: yeah and that's even more fun because sometimes you don't get to get in there and do every little detail. You have to trust other people to do yeah. the details and make sure that they're doing it right.
0: Yeah, goodness. So that's not the job for a micromanager.
2: Or it is. Or, or it two. is, yeah. maybe so, yeah. <laughs>
0: good point. Man, that's, that's incredible. So, with, uh, like for, so for you, for Seth, you can create without collaboration, and that's fine. It's just not as good. It's not as healthy, and it doesn't cultivate the best product, right, right at the end, the end game. For you you have to have collaboration. You can't just go in and be like, all right, guys, here's the pipes. Deuces, I'm out. You know, like, that's not the way it works. So collaboration is a necessity for your creativity, but your collaboration also has to cause you to be creative on the fly.
2: Right, there's always roadblocks that kind of come up. We'll submit plans, and then they say, no, you, like, a setback, being so far from the road. If we put the wrong dimension, and they say it needs to be 10 feet back farther, that means I've redesign the entire... I was going to say, that
0: changes everything. Yeah. In your creative process, and so your creativity has to be on the fly; it has to be adaptable and adjustable, and all those yes. different things, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's wild. That's super cool. It's like moving one Lego to the next. That's a lot yes. of fun. <laughs> that's incredible. So, okay, so that's your—that's sort of your um, your job, your your career, your uh, uh, vocation. What does creativity look like in sort of your everyday life? Your everyday. Creativity, because I know um, with you it's it's work, and I know you're into recycling, right? Like yeah. <laughs> we talked about this the the three R's: reduce, reduce, what is it? Reduce,
2: re- reduce, reuse,
0: recycle. and recycle. You guys remember that from Saturday morning cartoons? But now they're like adding letters to everything, so it's probably the thirty three R's at this probably. point. Like reduce, reuse, recycle, reallocate, refund, re something. I don't Re-purpose. know, but yeah, but you do all those sort of things, and you're involved in local government and all that sort of thing. So. You know, share kind of your creative process day in and day out. What's your everyday creativity look like?
2: Um, I mean, I always try to focus to be creative. Um, Working with what I have, like for vacation Bible school, it was, hey, I always plan on a zero-sum budget. You have nothing to work with. That's a good assumption
0: around here. Yes. (laughs) You have zero dollars. Make it awesome. Go. Yeah,
2: right? (laughs) (laughs) And you come up with an idea. You say, hey, I want to do this. Where could I find those items for free? So you go to Home Depot, go to Lowe's, beg, (laughs) and get the things that you can.
0: (laughs) But we're a church. Please.
2: (laughs) It usually works. But, yeah, I mean, you just say, this is what I have to work with. This is what I want to achieve. And then use your imagination and creativity
0: to make it it happen. happen. Yeah, Yeah. because if you saw um, any pictures or videos or you served at VBS, um, we had, like, a roller coaster. Coming out of that part of the balcony into that balcony, and then coming around here and doing like a loop de loop over here, going into the screen. And it was made out of pool noodles and paint stirrers. And it was awesome. I mean, so awesome. And Andy was like, Yeah, man, we can do that. I'm like, No, man, we can't. And he's like, Yeah, man, we can't. I'm like the killer of creativity. And he's like, Yeah, man, we totally can. I'm like, Okay, dude, prove it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's incredible the way way that works. You said, I like what you said. You said, what did you say? You said, using what you got.
2: Yeah, work with what you got.
0: (laughs) Work with what you got, right? Because that's a huge part of it. Because I feel like so often many of us are like, yeah, I would be creative if I had... Fill in the blank, right? I would be creative with that, too, if I had $50 million to work with. I'd be creative with that, too, if I had an unlimited excess of paint. Or I'd be creative with that. I'd learn how to play the piano, too, if I had a really nice piano. Or I'd learn how to play the guitar if I had one. And so it's all this if, 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 if. But the reality is, to be creative, you use what you got, and you use your imagination.
2: Right, and that reminds me, when we were painting the nursery, we, yeah. we painted it gray, and then we said, wow, that gray is a little too dark. Like, you know what? I don't want to go buy more paint. I have white paint downstairs and extra gray. We're going to make our own really light gray. There you go.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So, creativity is great if you uh, don't make a lot of money as well. Okay, I use creativity all the time. It's, it's excellent, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Seth, what about you with your everyday outside of the studio and recording? Because obviously, that's like your job. But how else do you use creativity in everyday life?
1: Well, to give a little bit more backstory, well, most of my create—I'd like to turn my creativity off when I leave my job because it's just—if <laughs> I don't, it would literally consume me. So there's a thinking about So it. there's a switch,
0: evidently. I guess. Yes,
1: I try at least. I attempt to, but um, we purchased a, a, a historic church from the 1800s with no money, and so that we had to get. <laughs> you so used all creative, your money to buy the church, we used and then all you're money like, the "Dang, that. now what?" So creativity. I mean, I, I learned this year that you know. I know how to build stuff, and I have learned how to build stuff, and just kind of on the fly with no money, like you were saying. I, <laughs> using I, what you got. Using what you got. I built a kitchen. There it's, you go. It's not the greatest kitchen, but it works. <laughs> I was so surprised by that, and hey, you know, that's something. <laughs> but, you know, you, you can use creativity in anything. Just, I mean, literally ev- everything is creativity, and anytime that, that, that's essentially one of the few things that separates us from the rest of the animal kingdom is we have imagination and we have creativity. So we need to exercise it. We need to yeah. use it.
0: Yeah, that's huge. And I think so often we don't, uh, like you said, you try to turn it off. I think so many of us at times have it turned off because we've compartmentalized it as something that's not us, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think a a major part of the problem is that we don't realize that we are creative. That the stuff that you guys do day in and day out is creative. You know, the way that you parent your kids can get super ultra creative, you know, to occupy little people for like eight hours a day, that takes some serious creativity, right? And the way that you do your job, no matter what your job is, I know we say this all the time around here, only you do what you do, how you do it. You know, you bring a unique perspective and a unique vision to anything and everything you're a part of. And so creativity is just part of who we are. And so this morning, hopefully this, this conversation is encouraging you to realize your creative potential and realize that you have creativity inside of you. You just got to turn it on. You just got to use it. You got to activate it, make it happen day in and day out. And so in our core value, we say that, that creativity is a lifestyle. It's not an event, it's not a happening, it's not whatever. And so share a little bit about what does it mean to live a lifestyle of creativity for you guys?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, it's it goes back to working with what you got, not following the rules that are... Sort of following the rules, but no. I was going to say, did everyone <laughs> just hear that? Andy just
0: said, don't follow the rules. You know,
2: figuring out a way. Around That's
0: on the podcast, rules. dude. That's going on the internet. Straight up.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah. if you knew Andy,
0: that would be so groundbreaking to you that he just yeah. said, don't follow the rules. I yes. love that.
2: Margo, don't listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, creativity, there's a lot of, I hate to say the word failure, but there's a lot of not achieving the exact goal that you were going for when you're being creative. Yes. Like Thomas Edison, Michael Jordan, you know, they, they failed a lot, but really they just figured out ways not to do what they wanted to achieve. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the biggest lifestyle, but, um, is to not be afraid to fall. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a better word.
0: Fall is better than failure. Yeah, that but way you
2: can get back up and exactly. try again.
0: Exactly, that's huge. Brene Brown uh, wrote a book called Rising Strong, if you're into this, about stepping out in faith and, and falling while chasing your dreams and then getting back up after that. And she says in her book that, um, what does she say? She says, if you're brave enough often enough, you will fall. That's just the reality of it. And if you're not falling in your life, it means you're not being brave and you're not stepping out and trying new things because when you do that, you will fall. And so part of the lifestyle of creativity, you're right, is stepping out and trying this stuff and doing this stuff and then totally sucking at it <laughs> but then trying it again and growing from that process and keep, keep moving forward, right?
2: I mean, right. that's it. And if you've seen my drywall work, that's exactly Yeah, exactly. if you've
0: heard my early <laughs> sermons, that's to- if you've heard my recent sermons, some of you are like, yeah, he's still in progress. But you know, it's it's a deal. It's that's part of the deal. Seth, what 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 about you? What what does it mean to live a lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, I would agree. Like like well,
1: for for me personally, it's I truthfully believe everybody is creative. Everybody's born creative. Uh, It's just if you choose to exercise it uh, for hobby, or if you choose to exercise it, you know, for a career or anything like that. Uh, it's to me personally, uh, it's all about putting in the work to develop your creativity and failing a, mi- a million times Yeah, always and just continue to just keep pushing and pushing the boundaries and get deeper and deeper. And I know I've said it earlier, like expand your mind more and more. I don't want to sound like yeah. a hippie, but
0: yeah, know. I was g- Yeah. You talking about drugs? Or you talk about creativity over <laughs> yeah. there, my man, like, no. but you know, just, just,
1: just, just expand it like you know grow it invest in it you know know that it's there with anything that you're doing you're using your imagination you know be aware that it's there and 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 grow it you know yeah invest in it
0: yeah because i think oftentimes we don't look at it that way we don't look at it as something we need to grow in and invest in i mean you know if we want to be a gardener we learn about it we cultivate it we read books we read articles we watch youtube videos and all that stuff but creativity i don't think we oftentimes put in that same category
2: And if you don't want to spend a million dollars in your garden, you figure out a way to (laughs) build your own compost pile and your own raised bed and get creative.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's huge. So um, in closing and kind of wrapping this up, um, what is sort of a final thought that you guys have? One thing that you can like leave us with that's tweet worthy. You know, we've done this every single week and I think Caitlin knocked it out of the park. I don't know what it was last week, but it was so good. I had to repeat it like three times. So no pressure. But um, so what what is your fi- sort of final thought? Your takeaway for if people, what would you like to tell people about creativity and how they need to embrace it as a lifestyle and all? Of yeah, that. I mean, uh, just everyone is creative.
2: Just embrace it. Simple as that. Simple
0: as that. Embrace your creativity. That's good.
2: Uh, I'm I'm thinking. Don't be afraid to try. You're you're gonna fail. It's okay. Get back up. Try it again. Um, yeah. God gives us persistence, so we should use it.
0: Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. So in in here this morning, you know, just looking around the room, knowing some of your stories, knowing some of the people that are here and conversations we've had and knowing where you are in your faith journey and all this stuff, um, I feel like there's people all over the spectrum in this whole creativity thing. I feel like some of us, were like, yeah, we're ultra creative, and, yeah, that's what we do, and that's how we work, you know? I mean, Nelson's working in a startup with... Creativity all the time working in computer stuff that I don't understand, but he tells me my eyes kind of go crossed. But I know he's talking creative stuff, right? And and so I mean he's he's in it and he's making it happen. And then we got other guys that are uh, you know pursuing the business life, like Quinn was pursuing this business life and the business track and all that. And then out of nowhere he's like, dude, I'm going to do a podcast. And so he just starts rocking this podcast and embracing that creative side and using it as a creative expression. So I know there's people in here that are doing creative things, but I know there are also people in here that have not embraced the idea that they are a creative person and this morning I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you to embrace the creativity that God has given you you know embrace it in your everyday life embrace it at your work embrace it at your job embrace it as a family person in your family and embrace it as being part of this faith community because we're a creative people and we cherish your creativity. And just because, you know, you can't grow a ponytail like Chris or sing like Leo doesn't mean that you're not creative, right? Just because you're not up here on stage, Chris shakes his head in disgust. (laughs) He's like, (sighs) but just because you're not on stage doesn't mean you're creative, right? We have, we say this all the time, only you can do what you do, how you do it. And so God has gifted you and crafted you so uniquely and so special And we want you to bring what you got to the table here at Central Church because if you don't, then everybody is missing out on your greatness because we believe that God has created you and crafted you to be great and you have greatness inside of you. And when you're not sharing that with us, we're missing out. Everybody in here is missing out. If Kalik didn't volunteer to serve in the kids' ministry, we wouldn't know what a rock star he is at kids' ministry. And all of you who have kids in here are benefiting from Kalik saying, yeah, I can do that. I can bring what I got. I can be creative. I can step out and make this happen, right? Kalik shows up and does that with the kids and, and James at VBS showing up with the kids at, at, and just going bananas, stuff like that. Bringing your creativity to the table, it radically impacts all of us and it shapes who we are. And so I want to encourage you and challenge you that you guys are creative, at each and every one of you. And so maybe this morning you need to just dig in and say, all right, God, speak to me here. Show me what you got for me to do. Show me how you want me to express my creativity. I know it's there. I don't know what to do. And so I want to give you an opportunity to just kind of do business with God this morning as the band leads us in another song. And so if you are already active in your creativity and you use it day in and day out and you're like, yeah, I'm super creative. Like I play the guitar in my sleep, whatever. But I would like you to consider how you can use that to edify this body, to edify this faith community. One of our core values is that we are creative people. We want to be a creative church. And so if you have creative ideas, if you have ways that you can share your creativity with us, please, please don't hold it back because the entire faith community is missing out on your greatness if you're not sharing what you got. Amen? So I'm going to pray, and the band's going to lead us another song, and I just want to give you an opportunity to do business with God and say, God, how do you want to use me? What have you birthed inside of me that I can share with others? How can I use my creativity for your glory and to edify your body? Let's pray together. God, I thank you so much for this morning. I pray this morning that as we sort of go introspective here and we look at our hearts and look at ourselves and look at our lives and see what you've shaped and crafted inside of us, that you would send your Holy Spirit to illuminate to us what you've called us to do with our lives and with our hearts and with our God-given creativity. I pray that we would embrace the creativity that you've placed inside of us. I pray that we would embrace it and that we would have strength and courage to pursue what you're calling us to do, even if it means falling. Because we know that when we fall, you will be there to help us get right back up. God, as many of us step out this morning in faith, say, God, I'm gonna do this thing. I know you're pushing, I know you're calling, I'm gonna do it pray that you would give us wisdom and insight to know what to do but strength and courage to pursue it God do a work in us as we draw near to you draw near to us we love you and praise you in Jesus name everybody said thank you for listening to the Central Church podcast we hope this has encouraged you inspired you and you experience life change If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but still want to support this faith community, visit our giving page at centralchurch.cc. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.